Hello and welcome to Success Secret Nation to this new episode of the Success Secret Podcast with your host, Sustan Talib. I have with me in this episode, Mohit Tatar. He's the founder and CEO of Black Book Investments, a successful firm that acquires and grows affiliates and websites online, e-commerce businesses and SaaS companies. Mohit, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Uh, thanks, Sustan. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Awesome. Nice to have you here. So, Mohit, first of all, let's first let's begin with why did you start with black book investments and uh, why did you choose to go for people to actually start investing in online businesses and websites sure yeah so uh, my company it did not start with uh, the idea initially uh, i i got the idea from uh, others who, who saw what i was doing by myself for myself and they wanted to be a part of it uh, so just to give you a little background i, I come from, i'm from india i'm based in a city called jodhpur in india and it's also called the blue city About 10 years ago, when I graduated from college, I took up a job for one year, you know, and then I left the job because I always wanted to do my own thing. And back then I was researching how, you know, I can run a business online, like how can I make a living online so that I don't have to be dependent on, you know, dependent on a location or uh, or time, basically. So, yeah, I read the four hour work week, reached out for all of that. Um, so I, you know, chanced upon blogging, you know, everyone tries to maybe Uh, look for search for how to make money online and you know blogging is the easiest thing you can do so that's how i started i started making websites on wordpress uh, started learning how to do that started blogging and uh that uh, i did that for about one year but without any success like i could not find any success i could not make one single cent uh, one single penny from blogging so i was like okay what else can i do i mean there must be some way to do it so then i came across this site called flippa flippa.com and it was a marketplace for buying and selling websites and online businesses. And um, I, I, I got interested and I started looking. I found a business for like $2,500 and I thought this looks like a good business. I had some savings. Uh, so I went ahead and bought that business. And lucky for me, it, it worked out well. I ran that for six months, made about six $7,000 from that and then sold it for like $12,000 in seven, six, seven months. So that was my first taste of success of, you know, already buying a successful business and then running and growing it. And then I, I, I figured out, okay, this thing works. This is not like a scam or anything. So I didn't get scammed afterwards, you know, <laughs> but the first time it worked for me and I was like, okay, this thing works. Maybe I just need to go take it, you know, nice and easy and scale it up uh, a little bit uh, with each deal I do. And uh, so that's what I did. And I was doing small deals, you know, like two, three thousand dollars. And then in 20, this is back in 20, 13. And then in 2013, I was visiting the US. Uh, I was visiting friends and uh, you know family. And uh, I was staying with a friend in, in Manhattan, and he was an investment banker. So I was just working, you know, in the day at, at the home, and he was going to work. He, he always got interested in what I was doing. He was curious about, you know, what I was doing on my laptop all day. So he asked me what I do. And then he said, then I told him, I'm, I, I buy websites and, you know, make, make money from websites. So he got interested. And he said, would you do it for me? Like, If I give you money, will you buy a website for me and run it for me? And you can take your fee and then I can earn a passive income. So that's how the idea for Black Book started. And it, it worked well for him first time. We, we bought the site for $11,000 and um, we, we did really good with that. So within six months, he got his family involved. He got his friends involved and we were doing like more websites, bigger websites. And that's how I officially started Black Book Investments in 2014. Uh, awesome. That's that's a great. Story. So first of all, let's let's look at this. Do, do do we really consider having a website as an asset? Is it really an asset? 
as long as it is cash flowing, it is an asset, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would I would think of uh, a website as a mini business, not like a full fledged business, but it is a mini business in itself, and it can throw cash flow, uh, which can you know, which does not take too much to too much time to manage. Actually, if if you just want to manage and and maintain that, if you want to grow it, then of course you've got to put in more time and more you know hours, more money. But if you want to just maintain that, it doesn't take too much time and effort, and uh, the best part is that it gives you the freedom to work from anywhere and anytime, yeah, yeah. and you you make money even when you sleep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you mentioned earlier about your story. You wanted to make money basically while you sleep, because having a traditional business, a brick and mortar, meaning that you have to be constantly kind of open, yes. basically. Yes, exactly. So with, the, with an online business, the website operates itself with systems and automations and these kind of things. So. First of all, do you think that if someone, for example, had some money to invest in a certain business, do you recommend them to go with a brick and mortar or to go only and strictly with online businesses? Yeah, I would say if they are looking to buy a business, I would prefer that they uh, buy an online business or an, or a brick and mortar because with the economy right now, a lot of things are uncertain. I was in in Manhattan recently, like uh, just last month for two weeks, I was there and I saw so many businesses shut down and you know uh, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, two leaves two rent uh, boards coming up a lot of businesses have gone shut and uh, and before the pandemic it was all bustling so uh, with brick and mortar there is of course risks involved but there's also a lot of overheads involved you know if you are doing a brick and mortar thing you have leases you have fixed costs you have rents to pay you have staff to pay payroll all of that so unless you really want to do that and maybe that's your you know primary thing uh, or maybe you're just looking to, you know, uh, leisure, you know, have a place to work from and just have like a business as a front, uh, you know, only go for it then. Otherwise, I'd say online businesses are the way to go in the future because I've been doing it for 10 years now and uh, no one was doing it back then, like very few people. But now more and more people are wanting to do go from, you know, offline to online. And since, you know, last for the last two, three years, people have seen the pandemic and they started working online more. So they started freelancing they started their own businesses online because they were confined to their homes in the last two three years so they had to come up with something so i think it's going to stick and it's the way forward yeah exactly so so okay let's get it from here so people who want to start a certain business to get more money to get to to leave their job nine to five or whatever looking at the big picture do you recommend going a certain path into building their own website or taking maybe it could be a shortcut by buying a business that already is making money and making revenue for them. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, a simple Why do you be... prefer which one? Yeah. Sure, uh, I'll give you a nice answer to this. Uh, short answer is do both, actually. Uh, but how? Yeah. I'll tell you why. So if you have more time than money, do it yourself, you know. Uh, but if you have more money than time, you buy a business. You know, you don't do it from scratch. But regardless of that, I would still say maybe learn the basics by doing it yourself. You know, even if you're not making money, just learn. Did what I did. Did what I, you know, like back then. Do what I did, which is just set up WordPress, set up a website online, set up hosting, buy hosting, buy a domain, set up the website. Maybe write a couple of articles, write a few articles, you know, post them, see how everything works. So that when you do buy a, a website or a business, content business, you know what's going on, you know. It's not like you're clueless because that's also not right. So I would say 
in your spare time, if you are doing a job or whatever, in your spare time, try learning how to make a website, try learning how to write, start blogging, you know, whatever. It can be anything. Don't focus on making money initially. Just focus on learning things and like things as in how to run websites, how to write well. And then once you think, you know, you know your way around uh, WordPress, website management and all of that, then maybe you can start slow and buy a small website for, let's say, $10,000. Know, mm. And that's making money already. And you know how to manage a website now by this time. So you can just you know, continue managing that and it won't take too much time. Like maybe half an hour a day, one hour a day tops. And, and you're getting the passive cash flow apart from your job. And once you're comfortable enough, you can maybe sell that by a bigger one or maybe buy more, like building up a portfolio. And until the time re you reach, you know, when you think you, you're comfortable, the income from the website is good enough for you to quit your job. That time, maybe you can even leave the job. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So uh, how do you how do you build, let's say, authority and start making money coming in into websites more, whether it's starting, especially for people who choose to start from the beginning, like starting websites from zero is it's tedious there is no what they call website authority in all of visitors yeah. a lot of people talk about organic traffic and how much that important that is important yeah. so how, how do you build uh, let's say a strong website over time and make sure there is visitors coming in and these visitors are converting into basically clients and sales yeah for sure so let's talk specifically about content websites so how they work is uh, by content sites uh, whoever you know if you're running content sites, your aim is to help the people by your content so the first and foremost thing would be to put out the best content that you can whether you write it yourself or get it written from an expert writer just make sure the content that you're putting out is is really the best and that's what google rewards because if your content is like the hundreds of other content pieces out there there's no reason for google to you know put you on the first page so make sure it's exceptional so that's the first thing with just with that and with consistency i think you can start you know getting traffic like really quickly because google is getting really smart these days so maybe you know even even in a couple of months you can start seeing good traffic and making money from four months five months already even with this new new site from scratch so focus on uh something that you're passionate about like let's say uh you're passionate about uh, a sport let's say golf so you know it should show through in your content like you focus on a niche you write uh you know about that niche it could be either anything review related you can review products you can do buying guides or you can just help out people with some some information articles that help them solve a problem basically and not necessarily they're looking to buy but maybe they're like how to better your golf swing maybe and you write about that so that's an informational article so that way the two avenues for you to make money would be if you're writing reviews of products and people come to your site from Google, let's say, and they see the review, they read it, then they go to Amazon from your site, they click your affiliate link, uh, they go buy that product, you get a commission as a site owner. Or if you're solving a problem, you're just writing an informational article, they come to your site and you can maybe, you know, put some ads on your site. There are a lot of networks like Google AdSense um, and Mediavine. You can just put a code that they give you on your site and it will show ads to your visitors and uh, the more traffic you have the more income you'll have basically from those ads so these are the two primary monetization methors for so, websites so first do you think do you recommend starting a niche website for example like i mentioned uh, a golf website specifically about golf not just for example starting a website about sports in general is that a better idea to start off definitely yeah the 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 more niche you can go with the better 
because uh, if you start a very broad site, uh, you're competing with hundreds and thousands of other websites that are doing these things, and it'll be much tougher. You're competing with big corporations, you know, with, with, which are valued at billions of dollars. But if you go niche and if you really know your subject, that way you can stand out, basically. So even for that matter, for your first site, even golf as a niche is big. Like I would not even say that going to that big a niche. So go deeper, maybe you know. Uh, like let's say if you're going into automotive niche, that's a big niche. But let's say if you go into four by four off roading niche, now that's another niche within a niche. So that can work if you're starting out like that. Yeah, awesome. So now, in general, what do you think if we are going to talk a little bit about the let's say the visitors or the number of visitors that will start from your experience bringing in money for the blogger who started the website already have or bought a new a website a business that already exists what is the see numbers of traffic that you are seeing that starting bringing money into the business yeah i mean traffic money can be earned from as low as like in 100 or 1000 visitors depending on what you're selling uh as an affiliate, I mean, not directly selling yourself, but as an affiliate, what you're promoting. Uh, so when we look to buy websites, we don't look at, at solely the traffic. We also look at the income, which is the main thing. We value sites based on their income. If a site is making, let's say, $1,000 a month in, in, in revenue, and maybe there's some expenses of hosting or some content, but let's say uh, the net profit for a site, let's say, is $1,000 a month. So we will value it at anywhere around... 36,000 to 40,000, uh, 42,000, which is three years of uh, profit, three to three and a half years of profit. And uh, the traffic, of course, it, it has to corroborate that that income because uh, so on an average, you know, with ads, you can look to make with with the, with, the, with a normal niche and with, with let's say everything is normal, everything is average, you can look to make around 30 20 to 40 dollars per thousand visitors that come to your site 30 to 40 dollars let's say um so that's like a very broad average i would say so let's say if you're getting 10,000 visitors to your site you might be making three to four hundred dollars uh a month and then you can just multiply that so that's we're talking about not mentioning uh having better convergence better quality actions these kind of things uh on, on the website so like you mentioned earlier content marketing if you put out like a bad or a lousy article or for example or a bad video that might not convert as much as a good great article that is going providing real value to the reader or a great video that's providing yeah, yeah. real value to the viewer right yes yes, yes. exactly so th this is important to put high quality things so so now with, with your company what are for example the processes or how do you work with people that they want yeah. to like jump right into it and have a little bit of money to invest in a website instead of yeah. actually starting from scratch. Exactly. So, so yeah, when when you know when when we started Blackbook, we saw this problem, uh, and that was like eight years back. We saw that people don't know how to run websites. You know, it, it's technical. You know, and and people maybe don't have the time yeah. to run the websites or, yeah, or write content. A lot, actually, speaking. Yeah. Speaking of that, you mentioned the WordPress. There is a lot of places like Squarespace and Wix, and these websites are coming in, telling people that uh, you can replace the, all the techniques or the hard work of WordPress yeah. and remove all that. When actually, me personally, I prefer WordPress. I don't know why, but I do prefer. I am not a great, great WordPress. I am not a developer yeah. personally. I am not 
the best at WordPress, but I have used WordPress a long time ago and I am comfortable. And if there is some kind of error on my website, I learn to fix yeah. it. So you so learn. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 modular. You know, WordPress is really flexible. So that's what I suggest. All the websites we're managing right now are WordPress sites. Uh, WordPress powers 40% of the sites on the internet, like 40% of all the sites on the internet. Just, you know, think of that. So yeah, with, with my company, Blackwood Investments, what we do is we help people who want to invest in websites, we help them invest in websites and earn a passive cash flow, earn a passive income, basically. The people who do not have the time to run or manage websites, the people who do not know how to buy websites or how to grow websites. Um, and these are the people we cater to. Um, we do a one, one-to-one one management. Uh, like we do a one-to-one, one, uh, we have product service wherein uh, for a minimum of $100,000, which is what we require. We don't take the money from you, but that is what is needed to get started. It's like a managed service. So once you tell us that, okay, hey, I'm looking to buy a website, I'm looking to invest in a website, then we, we get on a call with you. We understand your you know in your, your goals, like your investment goals, what you're looking for. Are you looking for capital gains or are you looking for a consistent monthly income? Uh, and then... Accordingly, we go out and look for deals for you, look for websites for you to buy. Uh, and then we present you with options like, hey, this is uh, this is what we think is a, is a good website if you want to look at it. Uh, once you, you know, give us uh, the go ahead on a certain site, we go and do further, do further due diligence on that site. We, you know, we dig deeper into it. We talk to the seller. We get on calls with them. Uh, if everything checks out well, we get into negotiations. And then we uh, negotiate on your behalf, uh, and we try to save you as much money as we as we can uh, on the buy side. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. So once until this point, the deal is done. Now we transfer the site to our hosting. We migrate everything, the accounts, the affiliate accounts, all of that, and then we start managing it for you, um, and solely passive for you, basically. So that's the managed service. But in the recent years, we saw that a lot of people do not have hundred thousand dollars lying around. Just yeah. You know, so we came up with another service, which is like a group buy, where we pool money from multiple investors and buy bigger sites by multiple sites. So uh, the minimum for that is $25,000. And we do once every year, but we're looking to do one every quarter. So like we raise money uh, like from multiple people, $25,000 or more. And uh, we pool the money and then we buy multiple websites using that money. So now your, your money is spread across multiple businesses, multiple sites. So your risk is spread across a lot of businesses. So it's limited. The risk reduces and your investment money also reduces from $100,000 to $25,000. So it's easier for you to invest $25,000 basically. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. so you go with the client and negotiate the price from the seller because there might be certain areas that you can reduce the cost of the website. Exactly. So, exactly. How, so how about like the for example the social media asset if they have like a big facebook following or a big instagram following how is that dealt and is that is these kind of social media profiles also purchased or included in the website purchase they're included yeah if, if the site does have any social media channels associated with it they are most often included with the sale you know and you can tell that to the seller uh, while you know negotiating for it so yeah, unless you know, sometimes the seller has his personal name attached to, mm-hmm. let's say, the YouTube channel, and maybe then they might not want to give it. So 
it's rarely that it happens but yeah most of the times you get the social assets mm, so you mean like if the youtube channel was named after the the seller it was basically yeah. a personal brand and they yes. don't want to sell it they ca- can keep it and they only get the website so uh, yeah, the website, uh, yeah. yes but but what if for example like we talked about traffic what if the for example a lot of the traffic coming into the website was from this for example youtube channel also yes. or this Instagram yes yes account. so how so we, how, we, is that, how is that measured so we focus mostly on organic traffic like i said you know social traffic is very less we don't buy sites that mm-hmm. have a lot of social traffic uh whether it's through their personal profile or through their social channels we focus solely on organic traffic from you know majorly from google so that way we can just focus on creating the best content and and you know getting ranked in google so yeah yeah so in, in general for example like you mentioned you buy a certain website for a certain amount of money so does that uh, do you help the client for example try to grow the business or when you when they purchase the business and it's moved to them are they on their own because like you mentioned no. some of them yeah because some of yeah. them are not really that exactly, yeah. with that so how do you help it is, do that it is, and increase the for example yes. increase the visitors increase revenue. The, yeah, yeah. revenue it is fully managed they don't have to lift a finger they get reports every month on the work that we have done uh they get the pnl they get the income that has been generated all of that and then we invoice them for the fee that we charge they don't have to lift a finger it is fully managed because what would be the purpose if we were to give you know leave it to them to grow the site because they don't know how to do that so that's what we do you know we we make plans for the site we when we acquire a site we make a six month plan and we make a 12 month plan and then we go about executing that plan by you know we, we decide how much more content we need to add how many links we need to build to the site's backlinks uh, we decide if we want to introduce a new monetization method to the site uh and all of those things combined we start implementing them uh, and eventually it does lead to more uh, more traffic and more revenue so it is totally hands off for the investors fully managed so like we know there is like multiple ways like you mentioned can monetize website like for example the ads the banner ads on the website and affiliate traffic amazon affiliates uh a lot of ways to do that yeah. you can you can have an e-commerce website so so what what do you think that the best kind of website is it the content website or, or is it e-commerce websites or like you are also involved in saas websites that software as a service what is yeah. the best let's say uh kind of website that yeah. bring in the most yeah. revenue and easier to manage is there a difference between them for example uh, so revenue wise i mean uh, saas has, has of course more uh, scope for growing because it's it grows exponentially you don't need mm. Uh, you know you can build a product once and then you can keep selling that to multiple people uh same with content also like you can create one piece of content and it can be read by multiple people but the ROI is less because when you sell a product you sell it for $20 $50 100 but of course when some reads your content you might get like a few cents from that person ultimately mm-hmm. so in terms of revenue maybe saas would saas and ecom would be higher than content but in terms of ease of starting and managing and running i think content beats them hands down because there are a lot of moving parts when it comes to ecom and saas because with ecom you need you need to manage inventory you need to manage cash flow you need to have a lot of capital uh then you need to fulfill orders then you also need to you know global situations affect logistics you know supply chain uh 
during the pandemic, uh, people were not able to get uh, stuff from China because the shipping containers, the, the shipping cost had skyrocketed. So I, yeah, that is uh, a lot of moving parts with the e-com. With SaaS, it is the technical part. Like if, if you don't understand a little bit of technical technicality, coding, uh, programming, uh, I would not suggest to do that from the get-go. So that's why that's what brings us to content, which is the, the, the easiest of them, I would say, to start and run and grow. That's what we focus on majorly too at Blackboard. So because a lot of websites now, like when you're talking about, do you think, for example, from your experience, like one of the ways is to earn revenue, for example, is what they call, for example, sponsored post or these kind of things. Do you see that? Uh, do you see that a lot in websites that you buy or sell with your customers, or is it minimal? Because these kind of things sometimes might be. They say that the, the what they say about themselves that they are the yeah. Google expert. Yes, about yes, algorithm that yes. uh, this is bad for the website is that case true for example from what you are saying or it's, or it's totally yeah. irrelevant true and true but everyone is doing it honestly like i do see sites that are doing sponsored posts and paid guest posts uh but you know they're doing it they've been doing it for a lot of years and then it's happening um as long as the content is good you know and, and it doesn't feel out of place uh uh you know people do it but yeah, there's lesser number of deals like these on the market than normal affiliate sites or normal display ad sites. So yeah, these deals don't happen as often because people who are running them, they're happy with the ROI that they're getting. So they don't come for sale as much. Yeah. From Let me ask you about this. From my experience, I know other websites that basically kind of do the similar job that you are doing. So how are you differentiated from other competitors who are in the same space as you are basically buying and selling online businesses. What's different about BlackBook investment other than the others on the, on the internet? Yeah, so to be honest, like there aren't many services or companies offering what we do. Maybe I can count them on like uh, five fingers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are not many companies that they're doing it. We are among the oldest ones uh, in the business, like eight, nine years in the business so far. And uh, currently we we are managing a portfolio that's almost close to eight million dollars right now uh, so in terms of differentiation what i would say is service is my motto you know when if someone associates with me i want to give them the best service possible you know like to wow them with the service uh, our team is skilled and adept at what they do like we have about 20 full-time people working on uh, all our client websites and portfolios uh, and the yeah but Service is what they get from us. It's like a very hands-on, one-to-one service. And uh, we, we've been in the business long enough to, you know, weather the ups and downs, uh, you know, Google updates, of you know, Amazon commission cuts and all of that. We've been in the business for long and uh, we'll hopefully continue to, you know, grow from here. We're also an official broker partner with Flippa, which is the biggest marketplace to buy and sell websites. Uh, and we're also uh, an operator on Empire Flippers Capital Program, EFC, EF Capital Program. We were selected, we were chosen to be a part of round one, two. Uh, we did both rounds. We raised about 2.5 million across the two rounds and we bought multiple websites using those funds. Uh, so, and then hundreds and hundreds of operators had applied to be a part of that. And we, we, we made it like, you know, we were invited, first of all, and we made it to the top five, six, 10 operators among the two, three rounds that they've done. So that already says a lot about our skill 
And we have been giving good returns to our investors over the past years, uh, consistent returns. You know, it's easy to give returns to them for one year or two years, but when you're doing it for like seven, eight years, then it gets, you know, challenging. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's an online business. Like we mentioned, a lot of things are not basically are not in your control, like Google. Exactly. Just traffic. Yeah. Or if you want to mention Bing, I don't know how Bing has to do with that. We don't do much thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, a lot of things could be out of control for online businesses because of Google, um, yes. the updates, a lot of things like, for exactly. example, the social media and how it's changing. So, yeah. uh, so speaking of this point, how do you deal with that? And how do you keep, like you mentioned, you've been in business for a while. So how do you keep yeah. that? And how do you stay updated with things changing? Yeah. So yeah, what we do is uh, to uh, no one can avoid you know uh, uh, you know if, if Google has to canalize your site, they will like you can't avoid it. But you can prepare for it first of all. Uh, so how do you do that? When you buy the site, what we do is we look at the site thoroughly. We do deep due diligence on the site. We see if it does follow every policy that Google has laid out. Like it's not you know breaking any uh, norm that Google has put out. You know Google puts up guidelines, so we make sure that it's not breaking any guidelines. So from our side, we make sure that you know we're in the you know we're in the green as much as we can, so that we are not doing anything wrong when we buy the site, and we continue to grow the site in, in the best way possible that Google you know uh, according to Google's guidelines. Even after that, if something happens and it's you know it does get hit in a Google update, we just try and see what happened. We analyze other sites that got hit and try to see why it happened, why the hit happened. Sometimes you know. It might be a small thing like a technical error. We fix that; it comes back up. Uh, sometimes it might be a, a goof up or a glitch from Google because it has happened, you know. And a lot of sites, good sites, had gone down, and then they came back up in the next update. Uh, so, regardless of that, if it does get hit, we make a plan of recovering it. We have recovery specialists, and then we start executing that plan. Good, good, very good. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's a good uh, uh, actually a good section or a good department to do what you have in the in the business. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You you are looking at certain places or certain angles to cover to try to cover all the things that you cannot control or that you if there is something yes, that yes. happened that you can recover it fr- from it fast. That's good. That's very good. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's a very competitive advantage, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so from you now you are good at selling and buying websites for yourself and for the your clients. So what would you say, Mohit, that you, something that you are not good at as an entrepreneur? Uh, something I'm not good at is, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think I, I, I'm not the best uh, people manager, you know, like uh, <laughs> managing people is, is not a skill that I, uh, that comes to me easily. And as my team is growing, I'm learning that as we, as we grow, you know, earlier we were just a small team, like four or five people. And it was, it was very tight, you know, you're, you're just message someone directly and then they'll communicate communicate with you directly but as the team grows we need to have more people in the team who can manage uh, other people that way because i cannot talk to 20 people and then you know because then if i do that i'm i'm not able to do other things that i'm supposed to so yeah. that is something yeah that's why i try and hire really good people really smart people and they take a lot of burden off my hands and off yeah, my that, that's very smart this is how entrepreneurs should be you don't know how yeah. to you shouldn't know how to do everything Everything, yeah. yeah. So, do you think that we have missed something important talking about buying and selling online businesses and websites? Uh, not really, but yeah, I think you'd ask good questions. We covered a lot of things. I, I just want to say that you know, uh, if if you're looking to get uh, 
a good ROI on 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 your money as an investment if you want to do an investment. Uh, I think websites do represent one of the best investments right now out there. Like we we have been consistently giving our investors uh, 30 to 32% annualized ROI for the past six, seven, eight years. And this is conservative. Like, you know, I, I, I try and be conservative. I, I don't oversell and <laughs> under deliver. Um, but yeah, we've been able to give 30% consistent returns over the last uh, few years looking at the history. And we, we hope to continue doing the same uh, and totally hands off for investors. So it, it's, it's a passive. But I would also say that this, of course, is a risky asset class. So uh, have your basis covered. Like, you know, you have your property or have your real estate, maybe your house covered, have have your car, whatever. Uh, if you want to do some stocks, you know, uh, do that. Don't do website investing directly if that's your first investment. You know? yeah. This comes after all the basic investments have been done. This is a high risk, high reward investment. So mm. come to it when you are, you know, when you're out of options. Like what to do now? Where should I invest my excess money? So, yeah, and we can help you definitely. What What is the average time? For example, now we know that businesses online sell for the multiples of their yeah. income, right? I think, I guess. Yeah. So, what yeah. is the turnaround for the the buyer to have his all of all his money back? This is the let's say the idle time. Is it two year? Two year? One year? About two years. About two years. Yeah. When we buy the site, we 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 you know we we do things to grow that site, and we then whatever we do takes time to take effect. You know, if I'm doing something today, if I'm posting an article, it will take some time to start showing its effect. So we do some things in a few months, then we start, you know, observing what effects that those things had on the traffic and revenue. And then we let it, uh, you know, accumulate income for another, let's say 12 months, and then we sell it basically. So two years, I think is a good time to, for the full cycle, I would say. Yeah, that, that I I guess this is a great investment. Actually, if like in two years you get all your money back and you basically start, you having money, positive money flow coming in. Exactly from day and one. After two yeah. years, you get all your money back, and after and that, some more maybe hopefully. Yeah, and exactly. Again, yeah. Like with the growth, yeah. and after that, you will have money, passive money coming in. Basically, that that's a great investment. So indeed, yeah, indeed, so what yeah. would you say to people or or people who want to be entrepreneurs and buying online businesses? What would you say? One advice for them? Uh, just learn how the whole business works, how websites work, how they make money. Maybe even go as far as to you know set up a site on WordPress, buy a domain, learn the basics yourself so that you know what you're talking about. No one can take you for a ride. You know you're not foolish when you're talking to someone who you know who can manage a site for you. At least you know something so that, yeah, they don't take advantage of you. So learn the basics first yourself. That would be good. So, well, uh, where can people get in touch with you and uh, your business if they want to look more into this? Sure. You can just email me directly at mohit at bbi.xyz. And uh, you can in, you can also go to our website, uh, blackbookinvestments.com. Or just find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, like uh, shoot me a message, Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mohit, for being here today with me in this episode of the Success Grid podcast. You have given a, given a lot of insights and good tips about starting a business either from scratch, basically, and if you want to right, jump into it and buy an online business that already is bringing yeah. in revenue. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Sam. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.